knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This segment is brought to you by Jigmasters. Step up your game with high-quality performance jigs, spinner baits, buzz baits, and more from Jigmasters.com. And always, when in doubt, get the jig out. Welcome to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. This is the final cast segment with your hosts, Brad Hicks and Josh Eldridge, where we cast our final opinions on all products, good and bad. Welcome to the final cast. Welcome back to the final cast on the Paddle and Fin Network. Trash Panda here. Brad here. Oh, God. Brad here. This one's going to be – I have a feeling we're going to be cutting up quite a bit on this one. <laughs> yeah, things are about to get interesting because we have Travis Turner from Rocktown Adventures. going on? And their janitor, Brian Schiller. Everybody. He does a phenomenal job. You should see that toilet. Oh, my God. <laughs> we are joined by Rocktown's janitor, the one and only, the killer Schiller. What's up, Travis? Uh, I think it's the other way around. I think Travis is the janitor. <laughs> nope. Once every four months. <laughs> is that why it smells so bad there? Yeah. Multiple reasons. Or is that Brian? <laughs> <laughs> Just oh, it's Brian. <laughs> no, so, I'm just kidding. Um, we brought Brian and Travis on to talk about Rocktown. Um, a couple weeks ago, we did an episode with Loveland Canoe and Kayak, the local shop Brad and I represent. And I reached out to Brian to talk about Rocktown. Rocktown's set up differently. Uh, they're a kayak dealership, but they are more of an outfitter store, not so much as a kayak and canoe library like like uh you know loveland is so i wanted to get some takes from them see how the shop's doing see how the uh, kayak business is treating them and also as well as the outdoor equipment you know i i know you guys sell a lot of hiking stuff uh we've seen brian out there snowshoeing in his backyard you know <laughs> so he's making snowmen <laughs> building miniature snowmen yeah. I found the snowman. I did yeah. not make the snowman. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's what they all say. <laughs> <laughs> the so, question is, what is it, a yellow snowman? No, no. It's probably yeah. a brown yeah. one. <laughs> it, was pro it was yellow after his dog Trout went over there and peed on it. And he's like, yeah. get your crappy artwork out of here, dog. 
，这是。Oh, Brian's like, why did I agree to do this? It's turned into a roast of Brian Schiller. Travis was nervous before we started. Now he's ready to go. Yeah, he is. He's like, I've been ready. <laughs> so let's start this off, man. How are you guys doing? How's the shop doing? Very, very busy. So, you know, beginning, I would say about, well, November, I was like, okay, kayak season is going to start to slow down, right? I was wrong. It kept on going. <laughs> People kept on putting money down on boats for all next year. Like, I would say 40% of our orders are already pre-sold nice. for 2020. Wow. How many boats so, you guys got coming in? Quite a few. <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't remember how much we sold last year, but it was like a record year too. Yeah, yeah. But let's uh, highlight what brands are you guys carrying this year. So we are carrying. Well, our normal is last year. So Eddie Line, Old Town, New Canoe, Wilderness Systems. Um, we'll carry a little bit of natives this year. We didn't last year, but we will this year. Um, Bonafide, um, Brian, what am I missing? Jackson, ja New well, yeah, Canoe, Jackson. Jackson, New Canoe, Bonafide. Man, you guys yeah, carry no, a lot. You, I think you hit them yeah. all. <laughs> um, you know, some of those are, are wreck and touring boats. And then, you know, as far as fishing kayaks go, it's uh, Bonafide, Jackson, New Canoe, Old Town, and we're bringing in a few natives this year. Awesome. Yeah. Certain model native? Yeah, probably the Slayer. Okay, the yeah, that, that boat is sweet. I've been yeah. in one. I cool. haven't been in one yet, but I'm looking forward to. So everything go. I've seen. Yeah, we had a, a few natives ordered last year, so I think it was it was just a general consensus. Like, why don't we bring a few in? You know, now with the merger with, uh, you know, Big Adventures, Bonafide, we were a Bonafide dealer. Now we're we're open and native. Um, you know, it just it just made sense to bring a couple in this year um, and have on hand rather than, you know, being behind um, because it's going to be tough for everybody around um, just because manufacturing plants are at, you know, running full full speed ahead and everybody knows that you know this pandemic isn't going away and that urge to get into the outdoor stuff has not gone away either um mm -hmm. so it, it's going to be rough i mean we've had a few manufacturers that we normally dealt with at the shop that we've had to find alternative sources for um mm -hmm. yep. you know like werner paddles is so backed up they uh they wouldn't even fulfill our pre-order. Right. So we had to switch to uh, bending branches and luckily they stepped up and, you know, because we all know like every kayak shop around the country last year sold out of everything. I mean, Travis could probably touch on the number of boats we sold in 2020, but it was ridiculous. We usually have a pretty large inventory. We have what's in our shop. Plus we have a warehouse on the other side of town that we stock all our overstock boats. Mm -hmm. And, 
you know, I think I've said it before. I think in the in the warehouse, Travis, what there's typically 150, maybe 200 boats. If the not buildings more. Em- yeah, the building's mm-hmm. empty. Yeah. And wow. you know, and, and not only that, but like Travis said, 40 percent of our pre-orders this year are already sold. Plus, we've had, you know, orders for other boats placed on top of that. Yep. You know, so it, it's going to be an interesting year and, um, you know, interesting couple of years, I think, coming up. Um, you know, I think the biggest thing is is uh, it, it's great for, for our sport. It's great mm-hmm. for our small shops. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see what happens. And I think, um, and I'll let Travis touch on it, but one thing Rocktown really um, – strides on is the educational part like we hold a lot of classes and things like that mm-hmm. um and we got so many people new people coming into the sport where that's that's key right like yeah. you know a, a lot of us have uh you know maybe taken a paddle class a safety class something like that or we've gone out with people that have gone through that and been taught those things so you know, that's it's it's huge to have people doing things and and getting outdoors and having fun. But it's even bigger to have people doing it in a safe manner, you know, like, exactly. you know, like I know uh, our friend Ricketts has told the story when he got into a kayak, he jumped on a river that was flooded, mm-hmm. got pinched up in, a, in a, some trees and like almost died. Like people need to know you know, when not to go out and, and not only that, but the proper safety gear. Um, so, uh, I mean, that's, that's one thing that, um, has always been cool for me to see all the extra things that Rocktown does to keep, um, people safe on the water. Um, that's a good idea. It's a good idea. Do you, is that something you guys like, uh, do you guys reach out to somebody, to volunteer to do those classes or is that somebody you guys pay to bring in? I mean, friends of the shop. I mean, there's a couple of ACA instructors are certified to do it, but that's mainly in like the red kayak category. I mean, I'll, yeah. I'll go teach a class for about kayak fishing, kayak fishing safety. Um, Brian probably can do a couple. We're going to have a lot more this year because there's so many beginners into the sport that are just getting into it. They don't know any better. You know, right, I just had sure. the other day where a guy's like, you know, say, I want to go out. He's like, I was like, well, the water's pretty cold. It's pretty cold out there. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, I don't plan on falling in. <laughs> well, no yeah. one plans on falling in. Right. You know? So then we started talking about dry suits, and he's like, you know what? You're right. Then yeah. I offered a class, and some people just don't know any better. So Right. Well, we, we had a, a gentleman in the shop, I think it was two weekends ago, and uh, – some uh the guy was a salesman from trek and um he had um known somebody a customer of his very experienced kayaker the lady went out on the illinois river um her husband was going to pick her up at the at the pickup point and she had texted him and said hey there's an ice dam down here i can't get there so i'm going to paddle back upstream she never showed back up Hmm. And they found her a couple days later. Nobody knows what happens, but this was a stretch of water. The woman had paddled many times, um, 
she was wearing PFDs and all that stuff. I don't know if she was wearing a dry suit. Uh, the gentleman didn't know some of those fine details either. But, you know, it, it's just one of those things. You never know what's going to happen. And the only thing you could do is be prepared for it. Right. right. For sure. I wish that was some stuff that we'd get into. We need, yeah. to, we need to do courses like that, I think. Well, we've got we've idea. got actually a lot of courses that are offered at uh, – like I know we have an outfitter store up here in the Dayton area, and um, I don't know like how popular it is now, um, but I've seen where they kind of partner with some of the local rec centers, and they do like the classes at like a pool. So it's in a yeah. controlled yeah. environment. You yep. know, so that's kind of the key to it is especially if they're, you know, newcomers, it's not the best idea to go out, throw out somebody out in the river and have them try this stuff out either. Unless sure. you know that that river is free of obstacles or any underwater hazards, that sort of thing. So, yeah. exactly. <clears throat> I mean, but typically it, that's what we do in the wintertime um, yeah. just to keep classes going. But unfortunately, with the pandemic, mm-hmm. you know, the the local high school swimming pool that we would typically used um were kind of shut down from um yeah. just you know because of you know pandemic issues um but i mean typically that's what we do and we'll even do boat demos in the winter um there but unfortunately we've been kind of shut off to that um because of everything going on but you know i and and i've talked about it i haven't talked about it recently but way back on the podcast, you know, I took part in a, in a paddle class, um, through Rocktown. Um, and I figured, Hey, what the heck, you know, like worst thing that's going to happen is I'm going to learn something and, and it could make me more efficient on the water. And it definitely did. Like, you know, a lot of people jump into a kayak and, you know, they think it's just flinging the, the paddle back and forth. But there's actually some technique to it. And if more people were to, you know, take an actual like kayaking 101 or paddling 101 class, um, it would make them 10 times more efficient on the water um, where they're not. And especially like in a kayak fishing tournament scenario, you're not burning up the energy and kicking your butt because you got bad technique, you know, Um, which is something that you know i dealt with personally um but not only that but uh you know safety rescue class um Mm -hmm. you know it doesn't hurt to have you know like in your group of of friends you know one of you at least take a safety rescue class and then you know that way if something were to happen or or all of you for that matter um you know just to just to be safer out there in the water because it's one of those things man you just never know what's going to happen exactly The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. It's awesome. And that's hopefully this uh, pandemic garbage clears up here soon so we can yeah. kind of get back to that stuff. Cause it is a little scary when you think about how many boats are going out, out the door 
and those classes aren't available right now. You know, exactly. I mean, even at like, I mean, you can do it like in a controlled situation, but like a pool, but like you said, they're all closed. So it's like, okay, well, we can talk about it, but sometimes the best way is to get hands on with it, you mm -hmm. know, and be out there. And exactly. Yeah. I mean, comes, uh, you know, spring, summer, fall, you know, we'll, we'll be back to doing those cause we can spread everybody out. We typically do it on a local lake. Um, if not, um, we also can do it up off the river in a, mm -hmm. in a small lagoon. Our river isn't, you know, super fast or anything like that. It's, it's almost like being on a lake. I mean, there is a little bit of current, but it's nothing outrageous. Mm -hmm. Um, that's right there across the street from our shop. So, yeah. Um, at least, you know, in, in the warmer months, you could spread people out and, uh, you know, uh, be able to, to have, you know, some smaller classes. And that's the thing too, like, you know, um, it's not like we're packing a hundred people into a class. I right. think what right. we typically limit it to like what, 10 or 15, right? Travis 10 or less. Sometimes it's eight. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's real intimate. So you, yeah. you have more one-on-one -on -one with that instructor. Um, and, and you can ask questions, get questions answered. And, and we also do private lessons too, yeah. um, for, for all the, you know, uh, sports that we offer. So, you know, sometimes you get folks that, uh, you know, are, are kind of nervous about, you know, learning something new around others, you know, um, so you could do more of that private one-on-one -on -one session or, you know, you just want to up your game a little bit more, you know? Yeah. Yep. Cool. Brad, you got anything? No. Why not? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Jesus. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> You're such so, a failure. <laughs> I know, right? And Davey's just like, Ugh. um, let's uh let's kind of segue over to what you guys have planned as far as like the team this year. You guys doing a fishing team and yeah, we still got yep. our team. Um, you know, I head that up. Uh it's myself, Titus Dominguez, Rodney Hicks. Uh, one of our hosts here, JP, uh, Jason Piskowski, and Austin Mitchell, who's uh, up in up in Wisconsin. So we got a, a small Nick group of guys, and um, they all do awesome things for us. Um, they all have their own little niche mm -hmm. um, in the sport, and they're all in different different boats. Um, the only ones that overlap are myself and Austin in New Canoe, but Rodney's in a Bonafide, JP's in an Old Town, and then Titus is in a, a Jackson Kusa. So, um, but we uh, we're, we just got word today we are going to be doing a, um, you know, because all the fishing expos and stuff um, got canceled this year, um, we are going to be doing a... Um, a live streamed uh, boat show, basically. Mm -hmm. um, cool. And that's going to be on March 6th. Um, we're still not sure on the time, but we're thinking from like 2 to 5 o'clock. So we'll run through yeah. all, the, all the brands. Uh, each of the guys will kind of walk through the brand that they represent and, um, you know, kind of give them a, everybody a 411. Um, you know, typically we do... Uh, three shows a year 
in, in the winter. Um, mm-hmm. You know, one Chicago, one Madison, and then one in our, our local area here. And that's where you get a lot of new prospective buyers looking at kayaks or old customers coming to check out the new models and stuff. So, you know, unfortunately, we we don't have that luxury this year, so to speak. So um, that was one thing that, you know, between myself, Travis, and um, our general manager, Kevin Versino, um, had kind of talked about, you know, we do a lot of live streamed events on our Facebook page. And it was yeah. like, why don't we just do a boat show, you know? So uh, we're going to do that, run through accessories and stuff that we carry at the shop. So, um, and then we always try to get together, you know, for a trip or something. Um, so we'll see how that goes. You know, (laughs) we all kind of have, um, goofy schedules, you know, JP's a firefighter. Uh, Kevin's kids have a lot of sports going on. I'm traveling around with paddle and fin and stuff like that. Rodney fishes a lot of tournaments. Titus helps run a lot of tournaments. Mm -hmm. Um, Austin's, you know, like an hour away from the shop. So, you know, it's one of those things, um, but we try to at least get together once a year or or have a few of us together. And then, you know, the rest of us, you know, doing something, you know, getting out fishing, stuff like that. But uh, yeah. until this whole pandemic thing goes away, there's not much we can do. Um, yeah. But, um, you know, we're, we got the boat show coming up, which is going to be on the 6th. So we're looking forward to that. That's cool. That's a good idea because mm-hmm. I think we ran across uh, somebody was commenting towards the podcast uh, last week or something towards Brad about why don't you guys ever talk about kayaks? And it's like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, like we have, you know, like we can only talk about what we might have experience with. I mean, I could sit down and throw out a bunch of specs on a certain boat, but that doesn't really mean anything, you know? Yeah, and it's right. really yeah. kind of hard to try to recommend boats to somebody because we've all seen the whole spiel of being like hey you need to demo because what brad might like i i might not like or brian doesn't like or travis doesn't like but travis likes you know a new canoe flint and i can't stand it or whatever because it just doesn't fit my needs but it'll be cool to see that because you guys can kind of get it the boats out there kind of live you know almost like a 360 kind of, not a 360 view but you know what i mean it's not just a picture up on your computer you know and a side right. shot of it and some right. spectators you could get some honest opinions about it and you know what what that individual person likes about it so yeah we'll do walkthroughs from from bow to stern and uh you know really go through the details and stuff but um you know that i think you know that's the number one question and it's something i actually learned from travis you know as far as like on the sales side of thing is you know customer comes into the shop and you know they want to buy a a bonafide 127 but all they're gonna fish is small creeks like obviously that's not the the best boat you know (laughs) and um you know so it's one of those things and um the the terminology i've been using lately is you know there's no such thing as a perfect boat but there's a perfect boat for a perfect scenario yeah and um that goes a long way, you know, so it's, it's really one of those things where you got to kind of, you know, break down what, what the primary use of that boat is going to be for, for certain people, you know, and that's why, 
you know, a lot of, a lot of kayak fishing guys have multiple boats, you know, uh, one guy's got a Creek boat, another guy's got a, and then he's got a big lake boat, mm -hmm. um, or open water boat, you know, things like that. So, um, <laughs> or you can have six different boats like me. Yeah. I mean, you could do that too. Six. That's you know? nothing. No. Yeah. 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 Travis has 200. Yeah. 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 Me and Travis have 200. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And here I am with zero. Yeah. You'll oh, get there. It's okay. You're, you're getting yours soon. No, that's soon enough, man. I know. It's just so sad. Divorce <laughs> sucks. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man. There, so, there. It'll be okay. I know. I need a hug, Travis. Yeah, um, no, Brian will give you one, though. You got to do it from six feet apart, though. Yeah. Air hugs. Yep. Um, Virtual. I'll get the tape measure out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, so what I was kind of wanting to ask you guys about was in regards to the shop itself also, because not only are you guys a kayak outfitter, but you also are really into the outdoors in general, like camping. Uh, we found out that snowshoeing is Brian's new hobby or old hobby. I don't know. Have you been snowshoeing for years or did you just get into uh, it? I started snowshoeing a little last year. And yeah. that was through the shop. Huh. That's awesome. So, um, you know, tell us a little bit about that. What kind of stuff are you guys carrying? Like, um, you know, I, I know I, I bought, man, I, I was laughing at some of the clothing stuff that you guys had. You remember at the time, Brian, when I was up there, when they had those silly hats that said stuff like, uh, like oh, jackass, yeah. you know, with the yeah. donkey and stuff. And we wanted to make a trash panda one. <laughs> yeah. The piranha, piranha clothing. Yeah. yeah. Yep. They got a couple of those. They got the beer belly one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, what brands do you carry uh, for outdoor clothing and stuff like that? I guess. <clears throat> so, we carry Piranha Outdoor Research, Exofficio, um, Mountain Khaki, a little bit of them. Um, and that's, that's the main brands. Yeah. I think that's what I liked about your store when I came in last year was like the diversity of everything you, I, you walk in the front doors you see all this clothing these boots yeah. the hats and all that stuff and then you have another separate room for kayak uh accessories and kayaks and then you have the uh pull around on the side on the side of the building as well i just thought the whole layout was cool right yeah it's unique i forget what what there was like a metal shop or something like that before right travis i forget what it used to be it was it was a printing factory. Oh, printing factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Close, Brian. Yeah, I was yeah. off. <laughs> I, was like, I knew I knew it was something in industrial. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. a car dealer. Yeah. But, How uh, long have you guys been in that location? Six years. Okay. How long yeah. have you been there, Travis? I've been there going on four. Four How years. About How about you, Brian? Brian? If anybody doesn't know, not only is Brian like represent the shop, but he actually goes and works there. Well, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> um, 20, 2018, I think uh, it was right after the podcast started. Yeah. Um, I started going down there. I think I officially wasn't on the payroll till like 2019. But, um, you know, that's the thing. Like, you know, 2018, you know, I got started with the podcast. Um, 
and and wanted to get more involved in the kayak industry or kayak fishing industry mm -hmm. um and and one thing i learned from actually chad hoover um he did a video series a long time ago on like getting sponsorships and stuff like that and he said go down hang out at your local shop get to know those folks you know help them out whatever so i actually used to go down to Rocktown on like my sundays and just hang out in the shop for like three four hours and help customers <laughs> and then finally they were like all right we'll give you a job and yeah. <laughs> and i had kind of begged for that a little bit you know but um you know, and that's how, you know, our partnership between Paddle and Finn and Rocktown got started mm -hmm. and right. things like that, you know. But, um, yeah, I used to just go down and hang out. Um, they'd get busy. I'd, I'd answer questions for customers and things like that. And then I'd grab Travis or at the time uh, Rick uh, that used to work there and, um, you know, get them in touch. And then, you know, it came – fishing show season for 2019 and uh you know i helped those guys out with the shows and um you know all that good stuff and then that's kind of right after that is when i started working for them you know officially um but yeah it's it's been like 2018 i can picture it now brian sitting there helping three or four hours in the shop and travis is like gosh this guy won't leave me alone I finally got to take a break. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I like it. No, it's it was good though, man. I mean, that's yeah. that's how you make those relationships, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I know me and Travis have have had some very deep conversations about like, you know, what's our goal, you know, and it, it's just getting more people outdoors and and exactly. more involved into the the sports we love and that's kind of the motto at our shop you know it doesn't matter if you're you know a beginner or one of the most experienced guys or gals out there you know um we just want you out there having fun and um so and and we do that through like we talked about education mm -hmm. um and and knowledge and um you know we just try to make it so everybody has a good safe time yeah exactly whether it's through kayak fishing, regular kayaking, skiing, snowshoeing. I mean, if you're outside, that's all that matters. You know, yeah. however you do it, more power to you. You guys carry yeah. skiing stuff too? Yeah, we do cross-country skis and snowshoes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, yeah, I, knew, that I knew the snowshoes, but not the cross-country skiing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> here, here, uh, here locally um, – we're actually pretty fortunate because uh, we have a few golf courses and parks that uh, grooms cross-country ski trails, mm -hmm. um, yeah. whereas a lot of, you know, places don't really exist like that out there. Um, so there's a ton of opportunity in the, the greater Rockford area to get out and do that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, that's always kind of helped carry us through um, winter, um, you know, our GM huge cross-country ski guy the guy that actually owns uh rocktown uh big country ski guy you know so that that was one of the things you know in our area like a, a good outdoor shop was lacking um so that's why rocktown was kind of kind of created um but um you know we have uh, it's been crazy the past few weekends i mean travis can tell you we've had 
70 to 100 people through the door on a Sunday. And a majority of those have been cross-country ski rentals and snowshoe rentals. Hmm. But on top of that, buying kayaks when it's, you know, 12 degrees outside. Yeah. Well, they're they're trying to get the jump on it because they know if they wait until spring, all those kayaks are going to be gone. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So you guys sitting empty at the shop right now waiting on shipments? Are you guys starting to get boats in now? We're waiting. It's coming in slowly. I would say... Mm -hmm. Every single order that we're supposed to get has been delayed by at least three weeks, if not longer. For instance, like in January, I received a couple boats from a huge order, and I'm still waiting on the rest of them. And we have another order that's supposed to be here now, but we haven't received the first one yet. Yeah. So it, it's still all backed up. Yeah. And that's yeah. going to be the rest of the year. I think currently we have. Um, we still got two old towns on the floor. Yeah. Um, couple, a couple of Jacksons, a couple of Jacksons, and then a uh, couple of new canoes. Yeah. That's, that's a pretty good choice to pick from, though. I'm surprised they're still there. Yeah, Those are too. all new. That came in early. Um, yeah. So, and I think a couple of them might already be sold, correct? <laughs> yeah, a couple of them are. They just haven't been picked up yet. And I had like five phone calls on the Old Town Sportsman today. So I'm sure they'll be there for like two more days and be gone. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that I was impressed about when I came out there and visited Brian was that you guys have a a good extensive amount of accessories available as well. You know, um, you guys staying stocked with that. How's that side of it look? The accessories type of thing like Yak Attack, Yak Gadget, that sort of thing. The accessories are fine. Yeah, not backed up at all. Like I just received a big order from Yak Attack today, mm. and so we're we're fully, you know, not back on accessories at all. Were weren't so. they a little slow at the beginning of uh, last year from the pandemic? I believe they stepped back and started making hospital uh, equipment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they were making face masks and PPE for you know hospitals and first responders. So that hasn't really affected their yak attack side of the business then? Not at all. Interesting. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings for just about everything for shooting hunting and the outdoors check out midwayusa.com did not know that yeah they caught back up but um i mean we were we were low on pfds uh we we got a big order in from nrs um you know like we mentioned earlier uh werner kind of shut us out so benning Mm -hmm. branches we got some paddles in from them um that's yak the be- better paddle anyway, man. I don't know about that. But uh, Yak Attack. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> we've, been, attack, we've been having uh, this argument man. the past two years with Brian. Yeah, yeah I'm, I think I'm the only Werner guy. But Well, I, right. I'm surprised because you guys are pretty close to Benning Branch's headquarters. Yeah. We carried some uh, Werner canoe – or I'm sorry, uh, Benning Branch's canoe paddles. Um mm-hmm. 
we've we've carried a, a little bit of their stuff here and there um but werner was kind of our main go-to mm-hmm. um but uh we got a ton of accessories in from the new canoe lineup um yeah, I think that's basically it for for accessories, unless I'm missing something. Oh, kayak carts, we got those stocked back up. Um, those are back in, so we're good there. What are you guys yeah, carrying for carts? The sea tug. Sea tug. Yeah. yeah. Heck yeah. And I think we got one from Suspense too, right? We carry a couple of Suspense carts. Yeah, oh, those are cool carts. Is that uh, the one that has the bunks? Bunks that can move in and out. Yeah, yeah, those are cool. Yeah, they're sweet. I'm a big fan of the Sea Tug. I mean, I I had one all last year and part of the year before. And the only thing I ever had an issue with was my kickstand, and I ended up breaking it. But it was kind of my fault because I was going over, like I was in a parking lot, and the um, like launch area for the kayaks was up and over a road and back down into the trail. And the road is kind of raised up. And I had that kickstand flip the wrong way. So when it hit the concrete, it bent it backwards and snapped it off. So, but I mean, what's really cool about Sea Tug is you can buy replacement parts for it really easy and it gets shipped really quick too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, what's nice about that Sea Tug too is it breaks down in 30 seconds and it could go in a hatch or or one of your tank wells or something like that. And then when you get to where you're going, like, especially for river drifts, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if it'd support one of Brad's kayaks because he puts bricks in his boats, but, uh, you know, um, you know, you get to where you're taking out. Yeah. (laughs) You get to get to where you're taking out and, you know, throw it together real quick, throw your, throw your kayak on it and walk back up the hill. Yeah. You, you guys would be proud of me, though. I, I've uh, taken down the weight of my kayaks. Five pounds doesn't mean much, dude. <laughs> <laughs> now he's rolling. In the, he's in the crescent versus that bonafide 127, man. I remember I the first time yeah. fishing with him, and that's the boat he had. And I'm we're trying to go down a slight little incline hill, dude. And I eat shit right on the trail, <laughs> sliding down, dude, and just basically slammed his kayak as hard as I could right onto the ground, dude. Like, yeah. Like, what do you think about Crescent? I like them. They're 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 good little boats, and they've been like a real hot seller for us. Yeah. 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 I mean the the Crescent line is helping fill a void that um you know that like kind of mid price range and people right. are getting on it because you know everybody's getting these stimulus checks and they're like anywhere from like a thousand dollars six hundred dollars and it just fits perfect you know yeah like yeah. like one thing that i've always had like respect for jackson but i think sort of can hurt them a little bit at the same time is jackson has this incredible lineup of kayaks like just mm-hmm. to fill any need possible whether you're right. a freestyler recreational touring fishing they've got it all covered jackson has the gamut of all kayaks mm-hmm. best best manufacturer as far as when it comes to covering literally every discipline when it comes to um you know whatever you're looking for in a kayak but right when you kind of come across that and you would get into their website it might be a little daunting because here somebody's like getting new into it and i'm really just looking to you know 
kayak with their family members or whatever. And it's just a lot to look at and to try to kind of figure out when you're new to it. Like we all can sit down and look through Jackson and be like, oh, that fits me. That fits me, whatever. But somebody new to it. And Crescent is really, it's simple, man. And I think it's easy for people to pull a trigger on that boat and buy it because they're not, it's not as much research having to go into it at this point. You know, maybe the company right. will grow and, you know, you may see them get into that, but um, I think that simplicity is really kind of meshed well with what the current situation is with COVID and the economy and everything like that. And with everybody having a little bit of money and it's just, it's yeah. a little bit of an easier sell because it's not, they're not, I don't know, like tricked out as much, you know, and it's not as crazy. Mm -hmm. and, and that's yeah. exactly why I went with it for a riverboat. I think that's uh, kind of our same scenario with uh, with New Canoe. Like New Canoe is mm -hmm. one of our better better selling brands, and yeah, you know, it's just more basic, price friendly. Mm -hmm. um, it's not as cheap as a Crescent, but um, it's got that simplistic factor, and that's mm -hmm. why a lot of folks go to it. You know. I'm sure Travis can attest to this, but time and time again, we've had a, a customer that's new in the shop. Like, why do I need all this stuff in my boat when they're looking at a, like a Kusa or a Bonafide SS-127 or Old Town Predator or whatever it may be, you know? Right. Um, and then they go over and they look at the Jackson Bite, uh, the mm -hmm. new Canoe Flint, you know, things like that. Some of those basic, you know, starter models that are, you know, decently priced. Yeah. Right. I miss the shows, man. I miss talking to people about that. That's I had so much fun, like breaking down what somebody had, you know, and saying, "Hey, how many rods are you carrying? What kind of tackle are you bringing? You know, yeah. like, yeah. Um, are you using fish finders? Are you need rod holders? What kind of stuff do you use? Because it it's it's amazing how much that the industry's grown to be able to literally find what shoe fits that person, basically. Totally. Sure. Yep. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a bummer, man. I I did a ton of shows last year, and this year we got nothing. Just their virtual one, you know, and it it's kind of a bummer, you know, especially for you know some of the some of the team guys, man. They they look forward to that every year because that's their opportunity to earn, you know. Yeah, right. and that's kind of taken away from them this year. Yeah, so that's true. Um, it's it's a bummer, but. I mean, yeah, you're totally right, dude. Like, I, I enjoy nothing more than just talking to people all day long. Yeah. I don't like standing on my feet for 12 hours a day, oh, yeah. but, but, uh, back hurts so bad. But it, oh, yeah, dude, it's all worth it in like, the long run. Hey, Brad, know? can you massage my, uh, my <laughs> lower back for me? Cause I'm about to fall over, dude. Like, <laughs> You remember at the show last year, I was I took the bonafide seat out of the kayak yeah. pad on it on the floor. I was like, I can't stand anymore. <laughs> Standing on concrete for ten hours sucks. I think the only one we don't mind is the one here locally in Rockford, um, because where our booth is, it's on uh, it's on an indoor soccer field, so it's like rubberized afro afro That's astro nice. turf or afro, afro turf. Astro. I, don't, I don't know. AstroTurf, um, but uh, so that's not as bad on the on the back and the feet. But um, you know the Chicago show and the Madison show. That's you're standing on concrete, and it was the same last year when I did uh, those back to back weekends in Indiana too. You know, it's just mm -hmm. brutal. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, Travis, do you attend those shows as well? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll be okay. at every show. Like, well, two years ago, Schaumburg show will be there. Rockford Boat show will be there. I'm there. Yeah, I think the only one Travis doesn't go to is the Madison, typically, because that's a little further away. Um, and we usually only send two guys up there. Um, and that's due to we only display New Canoe up there because there's another shop up that way. Oh, yeah. Um, so if we have customers that come by and they want to see a boat, you know, we'll go over into their booth and show it to them. Um, but, uh, you know, we're, you know, that premier new canoe dealer, you know, here between, you know, Illinois, Wisconsin and Northern Indiana, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Now being, um, a shop that carries such a diverse line of brands, um, is every brand really kind of adopted that 50 mile radius kind of rule? Or has anybody kind of gotten lenient on it that you know of or anything weird like that? No, it's pretty strict still, yeah, to, okay. to my knowledge. Um, so of all the brains that we have, there's only one certain dealer that might have the same one. But other than that, it's all past 50 miles, probably 100 miles. Hmm. Is that just like a common like rule? Is that is like an unwritten rule type thing or what? No, it's typically in the contracts, I believe, like when you become a dealer for, for those brands, um, you know, that that's one of the brand's commitments is they won't allow another dealer within, you know, X amount of miles because it's no good for either company that's carrying those brands. You know, they, yeah. as, as a supplier, want to see you um, little kayak shop survive and, and thrive with their brand. Yeah. Right. Um, so it, it's, it's a pretty common thing, you know, like, um, there's, you know, a brand H dealer somewhat nearby, but, you know, even them, they're, you know, probably 60 miles away, 70 miles away, mm -hmm. but all they carry is Hobie there. Um, so, you know, we don't really have anywhere super close. I think the closest dealer to us is probably Madison. And yeah. then the next closest is down in central Illinois. Okay. Um, and we do have brands that overlap with both. Um, but, you know, we're pretty spaced, far spaced apart, you know. Yeah. Right. And you guys got the better location because you're so close to Chicago. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there there is a dealer in Indiana, but I think it's more central, north central Indiana, if Isn't my memory serves me right. Fort Fort yeah, Wayne area. Right. I think it is. Yeah. 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 I think but, that's where uh, Jackson Orr's uh, shops out of. I'm not sure. It's uh, it's a uh, liquid fun. I think is the name of that shop, but uh, I, I don't. I know they're in Indiana somewhere, but yeah. I mean, as far as like Chicago goes, you know, we're depending on where you're at in the city. We're like an hour to mm -hmm. an hour and a half out of downtown Chicago. Like it'd probably yeah. take you an hour and a half if you were on Lake Michigan in downtown Chicago to get to us. Yeah. Um. So we're not that far outside of the burbs. Um, and we get traffic coming in from everywhere. I mean, we got people coming over from Iowa down from mm -hmm. Wisconsin, 
people coming up from central Illinois, Uh-oh. Minnesota. And, you know, we've even had people come out from Indiana, Michigan. Yeah. 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 We've actually had um, quite a few guys come down from Minnesota for new canoes mm-hmm. um, because there isn't really a big dealer up there. So um, we're kind of that Northern Midwest hub for new canoe. Yeah. And um, so that, that really helps us out. But so that kind of blows my mind that like the whole kayak scene in the Minnesota area just hasn't caught on yet or has it? it I mean, there's a decent crowd up there. Um, I think a lot of those guys up there, you're, you just don't see them doing the tournament stuff. Yeah. You know? right. That's what I'm talking about. Um, you know, Minnesota's kind of a kickback laid back state. They're not about competing. You know, those are the type of guys where, they don't like sharing information, you know, yeah. like, where'd you catch that one? Uh, and they'll tell you a lake, like, like X. 150 miles in the opposite direction, you know? Yeah. Well, they got um, 10 million lakes there. What, what are they afraid of? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that's, they got that old, you know, uh, old guy mentality where yeah. you, know, you don't share that information, but you know, I, and not only that, like once you get outside of the cities, it everything's pretty spread out. You know, it, yeah. it's not as is um, very popular populated. You oh, know, man. as you would think. I went out to Western Minnesota like three or four years ago, and it was the quietest, like, part of the country I've ever been in. It was sure. crazy. Two sure. miles off the highway, you don't hear anything. You don't see anybody. <laughs> I was on a lake for the whole week. I saw one boat the whole lake or the, the whole week. Yeah. Like, wow. this is crazy. Yeah. Then you realize you weren't on the right lake. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was catching good fish, man. <laughs> uh, no we're not catching anything. To kind of segue off of what you were talking about, we were talking about in regards to, you know, the, those radio rules in regards to the shops. Yeah. Do you think if we continue to see the growth in the kayak industry and the struggle to get the kayaks here in a better timely fashion, that that wouldn't be opened up where people would be able to start opening up shops kind of closer to each other? Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why Midway USA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. I don't see that happening. I I feel like they're pretty strict on it because they want to protect us, right? They want to protect their dealers. If their dealers aren't doing you know, that well, because they're all, it's all concentrated. They're going to be some closing down. And it's not going to help the vendor out at all. You know, yeah. it's not going to help new canoe that one of their dealers is closing down. So I don't see that being an issue. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you already saw some kayak shops shut down just yeah. in 2020 because of the pandemic, you know, they didn't yeah. have anything to go off of once they sold out. That was it. Yeah. Um, whereas, you know, we have other things going on at our shop that, that keep us going, the, the camping, hiking, you know, outdoor stuff, you know, the winter sports, you know, that's, uh, what, what keeps us afloat, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so, 
you know, that's a thing. I mean, you saw a lot of kayak shops shut down and even ones that um, were very successful. You know, people were like, all right, I got my money back out of this. I just want to be done. Yeah. Um, because the last, yeah, the last few years were, were really tough for kayak shops. You know, it wasn't like everybody was having booming, booming years. I mean, you know, we've grown um, at Rocktown uh, every year. Um, but, um, you know, I think it there was a big struggle across the country, you know, nationwide mm-hmm. with kayak shops for the past few years. Like that industry was kind of down and, you yeah. know, thank God. I mean, you know. Not thank God, but I was like, are we about the, to the, thank the, God the, for virus? The, the pandemic came. Thank right? God for the Rona. And uh the the pandemic came and it it's revived the outdoor industry. You right. know, it's it's not just kayaks, it's oh yeah, bicycle shops, you know, fishing, like everything, dude. running, crazy. you know, anything camping, jogging, anything yeah. outdoors related. Ooh, because yeah. yeah, I mean yeah. Kickball. yeah. <laughs> anything but I, can't tell, I can't tell you how many times i've seen in our river group uh me and josh have here in ohio people are complaining about how many people they've seen on the river this past year yeah. i'm just like i've heard that a lot hey yep. man at least yeah, there's, there's a stretch yeah. of river that travis and i actually floated and it's it's really remote um not a ton of people go down it. It's it's maybe some hardcore paddling guys. Yeah. Um, me and Travis went down that stretch. I don't think we saw anybody that whole time. This is and then, then me and Jay go out a little later in the year and we fish that section. It was, it's an all-day float. It's like 12 miles. Mm-hmm. And um, we probably saw 20 people, 20 or 30 people, mm-hmm. you know, inner tubing, just paddling, you know, canoeing it, you know, and it was just like, what the heck is going on? Like, where did all these people come from? But, you know, at the same time, you know, I love seeing that people are getting out and enjoying the sports we love, you know? Yeah, exactly. Now, what do you think was the struggle in the past couple of years due to with kayaks and the industry like that? Electronics. Yeah. 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 Too many people are concerned about this and checking their news feed and, you know, playing games and stuff like that. Or, you know, just technology in general. Technology has made people lazy, in my opinion. That's my opinion. I'll take that up. But, you know, it's just um, nobody had a need to go do that stuff. Now everybody's trapped inside. Um, and can't do the things that they would normally do, you know, like go to a concert, go to a ball game, go on vacation, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. People have drawn back from that. So what am I going to do? Well, let's go for a walk at our local park or, um, you know, let's go rent a pair of cross-country skis or a kayak from Rocktown. Um, yeah. You know, let's let's start, you know, biking down the trails things like that you know so um i think technology is what really got people away from the outdoors and i think people now i mean how many people that come into the shop trav that are like man i'm so glad like i went out and did this i'm gonna do this more often 
and then we've seen them come back in and do it again. Yeah. Or instead of using rentals, they're investing in their own gear, you know? Exactly. So, I, I mean, that's super huge. I think now that people have found the outdoors again, I mean, and that's too, that's it too. Like me and Travis have heard numerous times probably this year, like, oh, the last time I cross country skied was like 20 years ago. The last time I kayaked was 30 years ago. Like, yeah. this is so much fun. I don't know why I stopped, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's getting people to get back to, you know, just being outdoors and nature in general, you know? And they're finding that spark and that passion again. So I don't think, even when things go back to normal, I think the only thing that's going to be busier is the restaurants, mm -hmm. you know? But I think people are still going to get outdoors and recreate, you know, like I know that's been the big talk, right? Like everybody's buying boats right now. So the used boat market's going to be booming in a year, two years or whatever. Yeah, maybe, but I think it's going to be people upgrading their boats. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so I think it's something that, um, you know, society needed as a whole, mm -hmm. you know, um, too many people are caught up in, everyday you know life and technology like they forget what's right outside the back door yeah. you know so yeah and i was gonna mention that you said uh the used boat market is gonna blow up here in a few years you guys do you expect that to uh, mess with kayak sales w within the shop in the next few years or i don't think so because i think there's there's gonna be just as much people trying to upgrade like brian said Mm -hmm. Where I, I have a feeling it's gonna it's gonna offset. I mean, sure, you're gonna have a, a big used market, but I don't think it's gonna hurt the retail sales at the store. That's yeah. good. Yeah. No, and it kind of benefits. You know, you get people to get out there, sell their used boats to the next person, and it's yeah. just like um, you it's know, cycle. The cycle, and then you see that guy's like, all right, I had this boat, man. Now I I, I like his new boat. I want to get that boat, and you know. <laughs> Right. It's just a vicious cycle. I mean, look <laughs> at Brad last year. Brad was in six different freaking kayaks in six months. So 2021 will be the exact same. Yeah. One I had to more. He's like, what are you talking about? Well, I, I'm stuck with the crescent for now. So I mean for now. Like that's it. Yeah, for now. That's it's the thing. Not like when he said about it, he's like for he's now. Like, for now. For now. At least until we'll September. <laughs> Yeah. At least until September, uh, and then uh -huh. next year it's going to be in yeah, Drew. Cool the Crescent is fine, dude. Like that's I love the thing. Yeah, you it's also a great have a Hobie in your garage, just itching to be sold to try a different lake boat out. It, it probably will be sold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's in so much denial. It's hilarious. Yeah. Just, like, deny, 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 <laughs> deny. He's like a Brad lawyer, needs, uh, like a lawyer uh, at a DUI freaking like he needs a uh, deny, he needs deny. <laughs> he needs kayaks anonymous. You, know, you guys yeah, got any more of kayaks? You need help. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Now I wish oh. I could have them all, man. I hate being brand specific. I found that out last sure. year. I want yeah, them yeah. all. <laughs> I don't like you don't understand. Like, I got to go visit you, Brian, and I was like. Oh, this is like heaven. Brian's just like, hmm, yeah, let's take that one. And let's take that one. Yeah. Hey, what do you want to try today, dude? I'm like, I'll try that list out. No problem. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's one of the one of you know the perks of working with Rocktown and um 
you know, it was, it was clutched because back yeah. in the day when we started the podcast, I would go grab a demo boat and it was like, you know, because at that time I wasn't um, nailed down to any brand and even still like, yeah, I'm on team new canoe, but I'll go out and paddle a different boat and just get a feel for it. And, you know, a lot of times Travis will call me and be like, Hey, what'd you think of this boat? And we'll compare notes because mm -hmm. we'll have a customer looking at it or, um, you know, like Josh came out and, uh, you know, and, and Brad, too. When you guys came out, I was like, oh, don't bring a boat. I got an extra one. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll have an extra one here. And uh, it's it's kind of nice. You know, like I, I have access to demo boats, which is awesome, you know, because I can be in any boat at any given point in time. Um, mm -hmm. And it goes back to having that perfect boat for that perfect scenario. You know, exactly. having having that luxury at my fingertips, you know, I'm pretty spoiled, I will say. Um, yes, you but, are. Yeah. <laughs> I just, hey, I admit it. Okay. <laughs> How but, long did you uh, use the blue sky for? I don't know. A year and a half, something like that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's the thing, man. It's, uh, and, and that's unique. You know, most dealers carry demo boats you know, going back to the demos, you know, um, you know, our thing at Rockton is, is we'd much rather have you be satisfied with your purchase than come back to us and be like, you know, why'd you sell me this piece of junk? Because it didn't fit those scenarios, you know? Exactly. So we, we, you know, even with the pandemic, we set up some personal demos one-on-one -on -one right across the street from the shop on the river. So we will be doing that this year again. Um, so if you want to come out and demo a boat, we did do some demo days, but we had limited uh, participants um, for that. So, um, you know, that's available. Yeah, it's, Heck yeah. I, I think it's important, uh, especially for you, it's important that you can be in every boat like that just so you can give the customers like the info they need for sure. Yeah, for sure. And, you right. know, that's the thing, too. Like, I know Travis and the boys at the shop were a little worried that I was only going to push one brand out the door. And I was like, <laughs> really, dude? Like, I know better than that. Come on, you know? Yeah. Um, Back it's hard not to be biased, years. though, you know? It's hard. Yeah. I mean, yeah. but that, the first thing I tell a customer, because we get that all the time. Well, what do you fish out of? What do you mm -hmm. paddle? You know? Yeah. And it's like, I paddle this. However, what I like, what you like, and the next person like are going to be three different things. Mm -hmm. So yeah. let's let's like sit here and talk about this and break down what you're going to be doing, what you need out of this boat, um, what features you like of boats and things like that. And then we'll show you the options that fit that criteria. And then, you know, um, nine times out of 10, we'll set them up with a demo or if they're pretty set on it, you know, they'll buy it and take it off the showroom floor. So, um, but I mean, that's, it's, it's key. And I mean, even for us on the podcast, you know, uh, <laughs> I didn't think that we would actually get him off of the blue sky, but works, but that's Brian taking the nap. Maxing and relaxing. Job, he Look, he's, he's fishing still. He's just <laughs> relaxing while he does it. I didn't think we'd get you off that thing, to be honest with you. You were in love with that thing. Yeah. Well, sometimes in life you got to move on to bigger and better things. Yeah. 
<laughs> it was just it's the funniest thing that we have a video where he's dancing a jig while fishing a jig <laughs> on the platform it's hilarious dude. <laughs> but i mean that's the thing too like you know not a lot of dealers have experience with that boat and yeah we've had a lot of customers you know bigger guys um come in interested about that and because you know i took that out and spent so much time on it like you can give honest feedback you know and it's you guys know you work with loveland and um you know being able to differentiate or uh, be able to relate to a customer and and tell them the difference between each boat from your own personal level um spending time in them it, that's huge and that goes a long way with a customer yep yeah. Completely agree. Awesome, man. Well, I think we'll wind it down now. We hit that hour mark. I appreciate you guys coming on and hanging out. Yeah, man. That was fun. I, uh, if anybody's interested in the shop, I see it scrolling on the bottom there, but uh, check out rocktownadventures.com. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram. Um, we do all kinds of guided trips throughout the year, whether it be hiking, uh overnight camping uh overnight kayak camping trips hmm. um you know all that good stuff uh just day kayak trips things like that um go to rocktown adventures check out our events calendars i know we got uh i think we're doing a hiking trip down on um what is that uh what's the big trail down in the east appalachian trail appalachian trail yeah. We're doing the AT. That's where like I'm looking for. East yeah. Yeah. Appalachian Trail, uh, Porcupine Mountains. Uh, I think we're doing, I heard, three overnight river trips. Huh. Um, those are generally in Wisconsin. I think yeah. one's Wisconsin River. The other one, oh. other two are, uh, are smaller rivers um, that are That's just as cool. Wisconsin's um, a bucket list for me, man. I want to yeah. hear it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty unique. Like, I... I did that years ago, but you paddled down that thing and there's little sandbar islands in the middle mm. of the river and you just set up camp on one of those. That's cool. Um, and then there's a couple places where you could pull off as you're floating down to, you know, get ice or restock on food or whatever. But, you know, we have a guide that goes with that. He cooks all the meals. Um, mm. You know, you, you carry your gear. Um, it's more of a paddling adventure than it is a fishing adventure. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, if we do all kinds of trips and stuff like that. So yeah. um, I encourage, you know, somebody if if they're ever wanted to do any of that stuff, uh, look into that. Um, the guides and stuff that we use um, are very experienced, very knowledgeable. You will learn a lot from all those guys, um, whether it's a it's a day trip on the river or, you know, like I said, backpacking the AT or you know, doing an overnight camping trip. If you've never done that before, it'd be better to go on a trip like that with an experienced guide than to, you know, just go out and do it um, just so you know what you're in for. But um, very cool stuff that we do. Um, I know we didn't even touch on like any of the camping, hiking, backpacking stuff, but, you know, if you guys, you know, I know we got a lot of kayak fishermen that listen to this. If you guys are looking for awesome tents, sleeping bags you want like the dehydrated meals um like the little msr 
stoves like the jet boil type stuff mm -hmm. we carry all that um if you're local to us we rent a lot of that equipment too so yep. if you're going you know to an event for a weekend and but you don't own a tent or a sleeping bag or any of that stuff we rent that stuff out um so you know i just throwing that out there that you know check that out and um there's there's more to it than that and then obviously we mentioned all the clothing and stuff like that so Come see did us. I, did I miss yeah. anything? T bone. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that means I hit everything, but uh, yeah, that's funny. No, you're good. You got it. All right, man. Well, I appreciate you guys uh, coming on. It's um, always good to talk to you, Travis, Brian, Brad. Not so much. Sorry, man. Yeah, whatever. But. <laughs> Wait, um, is Brian here? Oh. Is what? Oh, wow. So is Brian even here right now? <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> you know, you get Brian going, man. You can't get him to be quiet. He's just like, all right, dude. Yeah. All right. Keep on going. Right. Three hours later, we're still yeah. sitting. <laughs> Brian, Brian's outdoor guide service for the planet. Yeah. Like. yeah. I'm hiking the TA trail. Yeah. yeah. What's that trail what in the trail? east? What is it? That trail oh, in the east, what? and I'm I'm like Eastern Illinois. I don't know, dude. Like, what are you what talking? <laughs> I thought he was talking about East Illinois. <laughs> no, I'm like the Appalachian Trail. Yeah, uh, AT. AT. Actually, um, oh, go ahead. It's no, go ahead, dude. You're good. Spit it out, bro. <laughs> I went down to North Carolina one year, and I said Appalachian Trail. The person looked at me. They're like, "That's not how you say it." I was like, "What?" They said it's Appalachian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, it depends on. Uh, yeah. Depends well, part of what country you're in. <laughs> yeah, they they like kind of offended. I said it. They were just like, "No, it's Appalachian." I was like, yeah. "Okay." <laughs> wow. You like you keep that close to your heart, bro. <laughs> and then you walk out of the room and you go, Appalachian! <laughs> Just roll out. <laughs> yeah. I did hope they're not following you and then you got a wrong turn movie in the works right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But uh, but no, like I said, thanks for visiting, Travis, Brian. Thanks for uh, coming on. Kind of, I set this up kind of quick. I think it was yesterday or the day before. So um, I appreciate you guys taking the time out to talk to us again. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. All right, Brad, you got anything else you want to close it out, bro? Sure. We'll see you guys later. Bye. <laughs> Adios. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for listening to the show. We'll see you guys next week. Not sure who we have planned yet, but you guys will enjoy it. So have a good night. See Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle and Finn. Don't forget to go check out our website at paddle, the letter N, and fin.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at Paddle and Finn. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest on a future episode, feel free to email us at paddle, the letter N, and fin at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Paddle and Finn on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to our show supporters, Angler, the Angler Button and App just makes 
for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water. Shout out to Rocktown Adventures located in Northern Illinois for all your kayaking, camping, and hiking needs. Shout out to Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com. Four in the morning. Join me, Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois, and the whole crew here at Duck Camp Dinners every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Birds up in the sky. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern, presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV.